And here we go. All right. So welcome, friends, to another episode of Heart and Hustle, visionary healers, movers, and shakers. I am your hostess, Paulette Rees-Denis. I am here with another magic maker, another healer, a woman who creates change in the world, a woman who I'm just meeting, too, for the first time, so I'm excited. Sophia Costa, Dr. Sophia Costa, is here with us from Santa Monica, California. Uh, a physical therapist, a healer, and I just can't wait to hear about all the things you're doing. And and you have a great back pain story too, which is pretty awesome because I just went through some serious back stuff not too long ago. So uh, I love it. Anyway, thank you, Sophia, for being here. Shall I call you Dr. Sophia? Yes, you can call me Dr. Sophia. That's what a lot of people call me. So yeah. love it. I love it. Um, thanks for spending time with me this afternoon, and thanks for coming and meeting all my people. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here, and it's so great to connect with you today. Beautiful. And so, so give us some backstory. So tell us what Dr. Sophia is all about. Yes. Yeah, so hi, everybody. My name is Dr. Sophia Costa. I'm originally from San Juan, Puerto Rico. And we moved to the States when I was about four years old. My parents are now retired medical physicians. So since I was young, I witnessed firsthand the gap within the conventional medicine profession. And often when people ask me, you know, how long have you been doing what you're doing? And I'm like, since I was born, you know, it's in my <laughs> DNA. It's in my DNA to want to help people. But I knew at a young age, I wanted to help people, but in a different way. Um, I'm not into, you know, Growing up, I was injured. I was an avid athlete growing up. My father planted that seed of like being part of a sport, being active and all of those good things. And I have two sisters. And so we were very competitive and, and competed in all types of sports. And when I was 16, I was on the varsity high school tennis team and um, had this rare injury on my left leg and, you know, got passed around to different doctors, different testing and things like that. And long story short, I ended up having surgery. And um, a couple of months after that, I started having back pain. Mm -hmm. And this is when I started realizing at the age of 16, the power of the mind. And, you know, doctors were telling me, you can't play tennis like how you used to, you won't be able to play, you won't be as strong. And I heard all the things, but my mind, I chose to believe a different story. And the story that I chose to believe in was that I do have the strength to get back on the court stronger than before. So I created a vision board and, um, you know, put all the things on there, images, motivational quotes, winning, champion, all things related to tennis at the time. And that's what I looked at every single day. Mm -hmm. And I was so determined and motivated to get back on the court. And I didn't allow anything to hold me back. I did my exercises at home. Um, you know, I just like would, would do what I need to do. And I remember telling my parents, listen, I would do whatever it takes. So can you help support me with that? So expressing what I needed at a young age, like, please help me out. I want to get back out there. And so they hired a strength coach. And so I, I met up with the strength coach three times a week um, and trained really hard. And you know, after surgery, yeah, you lose a lot of muscle and things like that. So it was great to have an outlet of like having purpose with this movement, like, okay, I'm training so that I can gain strength again and get back on the court and prove everyone wrong <laughs> as well. <laughs> because I, I knew it. And within like a year 
of training and all those good things, I made it back on the court stronger than ever. I got ranked as number one on the team and team captain. Yeah, so I was really excited. So age 16 was the what was the huge pivotal moment. You know, we view injuries as something happening so negatively to us. And now I view injuries and pain as it's happening for us for a reason. Because if it wasn't for this injury, this surgery, this back pain that I had for more than 10 years, you know, I wouldn't be where I am today. And so with everything I was exposed to, strength coaching, physical therapy, that's when I knew I wanted to go towards the profession of physical therapy, but I wanted to do that differently as well. So after graduating with my bachelor's, I became a certified personal trainer um, for several years, four years. I ended up working as a trainer at Equinox Fitness in Miami. So even there, I was a tier three master trainer. And in Florida. Okay, so. Florida, yes. Okay. I'm coast to coast. <laughs> so I, um, yeah, so I was working as a trainer there and working with clients one-on-one. -on -one. And then I finally got into physical therapy school. I was rejected from physical therapy school four years in a row. Wow, why? And, you know, because it's very competitive, you know, like there, it's like they, one year they want, might want you one year, they might not want you. It's very, it's all about who, you know, and I was just like, you know what, the first couple of years I got rejected, it was hard. And I was like, you know what, no, I'm going to keep going. But it's not like I wasn't doing what I loved training and like, you know, continuing education. I kept up leveling myself as much as I could to learn anything and everything about the body, because I was still on this this journey of figuring out why my body was hurting and I wanted to explore all avenues. So movement was part of that mindset and, and then nutrition started getting integrated into that. And then I finally got accepted into physical therapy school here in California. Wow. Yeah. So it's been quite a journey. You know, you just kept pursuing the dream that you wanted. That's so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, and that's really inspiring because those rejections, man, they can be hard. Yes, definitely. And it's like, you know, I, I've heard so many no's in my life. And so it's like, either you, if you have the power to choose what you want to believe in. And those no's are sometimes it's like, not right now. That's what that meant for me. You know, being accepted in physical therapy school was like, not right now. And I'm grateful it didn't happen before because obviously I wasn't ready before. You think that you're ready for something. And then it's like, not yet, not yet. Keep going, but you're almost there, you know? And this is a crazy story, but within two months of starting physical therapy school, never been to California. You know, I'm just learning, you know, people, the whole deal. And it was uh, in San Marcos, California. So I'm right near Carlsbad and Encinitas and the whole beach towns. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I started learning how to surf. And my sixth time out there in the ocean, I ended up saving a surfer's life. So had I not, had I been accepted sooner, that man, who knows, probably would not be here today. So everything happens divine timing. And that's when I started realizing like, wow oh my gosh, like I got rejected four years in a row to be here in this moment. Everything lined up for me and everything kept unfolding after that. And so then I earned my doctorate. I started working in a clinic and I did not like what I was seeing. I was like, 
I did not sign up for this. <laughs> like, did I enter the wrong profession? I didn't like that. I was only allowed to be with a patient for 20 minutes, you know, and then I was being controlled by insurance companies where I get to treat the pain, how long, all of these restrictions. And I'm not about that life. Like, I don't like, being placed in a box. I love living my life without a box. And um, so three clinics later, you know, I was taking, I'm very observant. So I was taking notes on like, not what to do. I was like, I wouldn't want to run a place like this or treat people like they're just a diagnosis or, you know, all of these things. And it was just like, not being able to integrate nutrition and use food as medicine and all of these things. So June, 2016, I chose to take a huge risk and go solo. So yeah. I've been a solo <laughs> practitioner yeah, since then. So it's been quite a journey. And even then I was still having back pain, believe it or not. Okay. It was like this nagging left-sided back pain every once in a while. And I was just like, Oh, okay, whatever. Like I'll just like take a Motrin or I'll do my exercises. I loved being active. So I didn't allow it to hold me back, but it was still there. And I was like, what is going on? Like, what is happening? What am I missing? And it wasn't until I crossed paths with an acupuncturist, functional medicine practitioner, energy, energy healers, because since I was young, I was told I was a healer, but I didn't understand what that meant. And then when I was working with patients, they're like, you're a healer. You need to step into that. But when you're in physical therapy, you can't really dive into that. You know, you have to like, you know, be by the book. And so I'm grateful being a solo on my own because I got to explore my gifts as a natural born healer and integrate that with more courage because I was afraid because whenever I see someone, I knew where their pain was stemming from without needing to hear their story. I can feel it. I can sure. see it in their body, you know, and then when they share with me their story, I use their words as clues because, you know, later on I found out that your body holds emotions and different areas of your bodies hold emotions. So when someone describes their pain in a certain way, I use that as navigational tools for me to explore where the pain is coming from because where your pain is, it's not it. Like 80% of back pain is not coming from your back. You need to explore everything physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, you know, the timeline. And so I, I love, navigating and guiding a journey with someone to to explore what's hidden underneath the surface because that pain you feel is only the tip of the iceberg and right. often yeah the conventional medicine approach you only treat the tip of the iceberg and, and usually they mask it right they don't oh they don't, yeah they don't why they go to you know how to get rid of it but yeah and so i call those band-aids band-aid solutions you mask it and then you just keep going on about your day and, you, and then something else happens you know like even like not being able to sleep well all of these things add up and you know it's it's been interesting and i'm grateful to be able to be like hey you know what let's dive underneath the surface and explore the other side of this iceberg right we, okay you got the tip of the iceberg you're doing all the things and you're wondering why you're still hurting here's why let's dive deep let's go yeah. And you're going to get uncomfortable. You know, I tell people it's going to be uncomfortable, but wherever there's discomfort, there's growth and transformation. And that's how you can transform pain into wisdom because the body has the wisdom to heal itself. Yeah. We need to trust in the magic and the wisdom that the body has. And, and the thing is, that's, that can be so easy. 
if you are connected and you allow that to happen. But we, we do, we, we mask it. You know, we listen to other doctors, you know, who want to mask it and give you drugs for this or this or this, which doesn't go deep. And then we're also afraid to go deep. Yeah. We're afraid of the unknown, but there's wisdom in the unknown. There's wisdom there. And, you know, we're, we've been programmed to not trust our own body. We give our power away to someone else to tell yeah. us what to yeah. do. Tell us and, what to do. Tell us yes. what to do. Instead and of listening. Yes. Yes. Asking, asking. We have to ask ourselves what we need. Yes, exactly. You yeah. have that power. Yeah. It's, and it's, why, why, why? Have we lost that? Why have we lost that? Especially as women. Why have women lost the power to listen to themselves? Oh gosh, that dates back a long time ago. Oh, and whoa. I, yeah, <laughs> we here like all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl, I mean, this would be like a whole topic in itself. It dates back, way back then we know. And, you know, men too, because, you know, back pain, I love integrating the energy medicine component and mm -hmm. the chakras. So back pain's related to blocked root and sacral chakras. So if you're not feeling safe and grounded where you are and you're blocked with creating and what you're passionate with, it's going to create LA traffic in your body is what I call it. LA traffic. <laughs> you know? Oh, oh that's so, right there. Oh, oh yeah. So I'm like, okay, you, your pain means you have LA traffic, but we, it, you know, it's blocking everywhere else in your body. So if you're not, if you're not feeling safe, if you're not feeling supported, if you're not feeling, you know, um, secure in who you are and where you are, mm -hmm. your body's going to send signals. And often that's the language of the body. The body sending pain is its way of communicating with you. Right. So we have Spanish, English, we have touch to communicate. We have visual cues. We have all of these things, but the body's way of telling you, Hey, there's something going on. Can you like, you know, tune into this <laughs> It's through pain. It's through pain, through all of these different ways, brain fog, hard time concentrating. Those yeah. are signals that like, Hey, there's something going on deep within. Yeah. And you know what? All you need to do is pause and listen. And if you need support with exploring deeper, you know, that's what I'm here for. But we all have that wisdom. We all have that intelligence to heal ourselves. It's like, it's knowing the tools. Hey, here are the tools to empower you to heal you. Like, you know, and I'm like, I don't say, Hey, I'm going to, I'm here to heal you. No, I'm here to guide you into healing yourself. Yeah. That's what this journey is all about. It's a self healing journey and allowing you to feel. But, yeah. you know, but we all need to be able to ask for help, to yes. ask for assistance, not someone to tell us you have to do this, but for someone to tell us how we can tune in, you know, what are our options? Yes. Right? Yes. Explore your options. And, and I love, you know, tell my clients whenever they see a doctor, ask the doctor, would you do the same? <laughs> what do you do to help when your body hurts? Ask them. You have the power to ask anybody because we tend to put the the title on a on a pedestal. When you know what, we all have a brain and a heart. Let's meet eye to eye, okay? You have a wisdom. Your body knows how to heal. So does this other person. So if this person's asking you to do something or telling you to do something, ask: Is this what you do as well? And if not, what do you do 
You know, like, how do you, what do you, how do you manage? Because I noticed so many practitioners are not doing what they're telling their patients to do. Right. And so like, I live by example, what I tell my clients to do, I'm doing it too. I'm on my own self healing journey as well. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, these healers and healthcare practitioners need to follow as well and lead by example in so many ways in one, because if you're not doing the self-healing journey yourself and you're having someone explore that journey, I don't, there's a big disconnect, huge, you know, and I'm admit, like I was that person for a long time. Physical therapy school, they don't teach you how to take care of yourself. They (laughs) teach you to serve everyone else. Right. And then you're left last. They teach you, no, it's all about your patients, da, 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 da. And then, okay, well, at the end of the day, how do I take care of this? How do I take care of me? Right? And so that's why I was exploring and dedicating my life and figuring it out because I was like, you know what? Like, depending on somebody else is not going to do it for me. I need to take 100% responsibility where I'm at right now and then take one step forward. Number one, take 100% responsibility because we attract everything in our life. Absolutely. Your and beliefs create your reality. Right. And, right? and so many people don't believe that. It's like, yeah. you know, ask and you, you shall receive. Yes. Yes. And if you believe you're stuck with pain, it's true. If you well, believe you it, become, it, it's true. You yeah. know, and the thing is, I think what happens, and I'm sure you see this all the time, is that people identify with their pain and that becomes their identity. Yeah. Oh, I have this. Oh, I have this. Oh, I have this. Oh, I can't do that because I have this. It's like, do you want to live with that for the rest of your life? Well, just keep, keep talking about how you're doing it. Exactly. And that's why like the, num- the first thing I have my clients do when they work with me is identify their why. Yeah. Why do you want to get rid of this pain? Yeah. Because often we start going on this journey of like, okay, I'm doing this, but why are you doing it? You're, you're walking around aimlessly without a target in mind. Yeah. If you don't have a target in mind, then you're going to be stuck in this, this spiral, this rip current of it coming back again. So sit down and write down, why do you want to feel better? And what does that look like and feel like for you? And what is your heaven? What does that look like? What does that feel like? Mm. Right? And then read that piece of paper every single day, every day, look at it because it is possible for you. They're like, Oh, well, I'm like, if this pain didn't exist, what would your life look like and feel oh, like? God, totally. Right. You know, but, but and, some people want to live in that martyrdom. They want to live in victimhood. They want to say, yeah. oh, poor me, you know, exactly. want to yeah. feel significant. And this is how I feel significant. It's, you know, one of the, the six basic human needs is significance, right? Yeah. To be seen, to be heard. And, and some people feel like if I don't have this thing, I will be nothing. Exactly. yeah well pain comes from pain didn't come from the present moment it came from i have people draw a timeline from birth to present moment and when they feel anger like anger Mm -hmm. when was when have you felt like this before map it out and go all the way back travel in time and you're gonna find the source oh my god it was when i was six i got angry at my father for xyz or angry at whatever i'm just using anger as an example and that's how you get to the source these it's it comes down to when you weren't seen and heard as a child 
and we held resentment. We held, we felt we were unworthy. We felt heartache as kids. And then it manifests physically in your body. That's what happens. It didn't happen overnight. <laughs> You're an adult because you didn't attend to what happened, unhealed wounds when you were a kid. And so that's a whole full cycle. The self-healing journey is healing unhealed wounds from birth to present moment. And it's a beautiful journey. Yeah. Did you all hear that out there? That was really good. That was really good. Healing those wounds from before so you can move forward and let go of that old story. Let go of the shit that's holding you back. Yeah. And before you let go, you need to learn the lesson of that wound mm. because every moment, every experience, every person we've crossed paths with are our greatest teachers. Mm -hmm. So I have you sit down and learn why this happened for you and what can you gain from this pain, from this wound? Because you can't let it go until you learn its wisdom, until you learn its lesson for it to transform into whatever you want, because it's all energy. You can't destroy energy. You can recreate it. So pain, what do you trans, what do you want to transform this into? Happiness, freedom, liberation, love, compassion, understanding, acceptance, mm. all the things. Then that's when you can release it with peace, love, and forgiveness because that shit would still be there unless you <laughs> learn the hard lessons. Right? Right on. <laughs> yes. Woo! Whoa. All right, you guys. Are you taking this all in? This is really good, good stuff. I mean, this is stuff that we, we talk about all the time. You know, I talk about all the time with my clients. Um, it's great to hear different takes on this and different viewpoints and coming at it from a different aspect and you know from the physical therapist aspect into the body into the whole body healing uh and sometimes it just takes time and time and time and time again to hear it but to realize it's like oh oh that's why i still have this thing or that's why i have this back pain or you know um Wow, so good. So, Dr. Sophia, so what do you do for yourself now? What do you do? What do you do every day? Do you have like an everyday ritual? What do you do weekly, monthly? What do you do? Yes, great question. So, I love starting my day with movement, breathing. Um, I love yoga in the morning. So, I, I um, do that in the morning. I follow Brett Larkin on YouTube. I love her yoga sequences. I love oh, how she does this. Yes, yeah. So, check her out. And, and I meditate and journal. Journaling, I love. I love writing. I really do. And that's why I wrote the book, too. You know, oh, yeah, I tell us about your book. Yes. So the book just came out on April, 2020. And it's all, it's my journey. It's my, it's my challenges and struggles and how I transformed those, the pain and all of those things into wisdom to share with the world. Hey, you know, I went through this pain too, but guess what? Like, it's my wisdom to share with you. And then I have, I have success stories in there and how you can journey from being aware, right? So I focus on um, movement, breathing, eating, feeling, thinking. Those are the chapters of the book. And so it's creating awareness, connecting with your body first, a movement sequence you can do every single day. So it's an ebook. I put YouTube videos in there. The importance of breathing because 
often we're told to do core training when your back hurts, but no one's showing you how to breathe through the diaphragm. And the diaphragm is one of five structures that make up your core. And so how many of you have had back pain were taught how to breathe and do various breathing exercises before you even do a squat, before you do anything else? And so I was like, wow. So I started witnessing the gap. So the first thing I have people do is breathing and master that foundation first. Okay. And then you go into eating gut health because what's in front of the spine? It's your whole entire second brain. <laughs> you know? So if you are in pain and you're not treating your second brain, you're doing yourself a disservice. Oh, your gut that. is like uh, your gut is so intelligent itself. It has its own networking of system, okay? It has direct communication with your brain. So and it's in front of your spine. So if you're not absorbing and if you're not eliminating because you are what you eat, absorb, and can eliminate more LA traffic in your body, right? So that manifests physically. So if your organs are inflamed, your liver, intestine, your stomach, your body twists and turns to accommodate the swelling of these organs. So of course, you're not going to be in an ideal position. You're, you're all twisted, right? Of what's going on in front. I mean, think about it. When a woman is pregnant, her spine curves and adapts what the the weight in the front, right? Well, right. it happens to everyone. If you're not taking care of your gut, it's going to swell up and your spine can only handle so much load. Mm. So gut health, I hone in on that. I also tie in how emotions um, are related to back pain and how organs refer to the back and what each area of the body relates to an emotion. So back pain is related to not feeling supported. Kidneys refer to the back and that's related to fear of moving forward with something in your life. Mm, mm -hmm. And, you know, let's say any gut issues is related to not have, not being able to digest the events in your life. And who has been able to digest the events in their life? You know, right. I mean, it's been challenging, especially now more than ever. So just tying into that. And then the last chapter is um, really being aware of your thoughts because your thoughts have their own frequencies. Everything have their own, their, it's all measured emotions, right? So if you're feeling guilty, that's measured at a low frequency. If you're feeling love, then that's a higher frequency and your body loves high vibration, high Absolutely. frequency yeah. and your, your words too. So if you're the next, the other exercise, which is in the book, it's called rewrite your story on one sheet of paper, you write all your fears. All your fears, you write them out. Everything you're afraid of. And then on another sheet of paper, you transform that fear into a, a statement that empowers and uplifts you. And then when you're ready that that fear has been transformed, you burn the paper and you keep the one with your new story. That's your new story. And you can transform it like that. And your body responds to that on a DNA level. And um, yeah, so that's the book. So the you, last chapter is my favorite. So do you I'm have it? Right, do you have your book right there? No, it's I don't have print books out, out yet. Right. Uh, it, it is coming out soon. Um, okay. Ebook, yeah, the ebook is out right now, and the print book is in in the making. So, so like, and and I just done the same thing. 
So I have my ebook out. My print book will be out in August. Amazing. But, but one of my chapters is also about rewriting your story. So we're totally on the same, we're, we're with the same message, the same uh, type of exercises, just coming yes. at a slightly different viewpoint, which is awesome. I love that. Love that. Yes. Congratulations on your book, by the way. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I, and I see it with so many different avenues, rewriting your story, the power of mindset, but I hadn't seen it with dealing with when you're dealing with pain in your body. Mm. Yeah. Right? Everyone loves treating the structural and physical aspect, but where's the emotional mental aspect of, of healing pain. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why I loved bridging the gap with that. Right. It helps support you. They support you. And it's been great. You know, I've been receiving testimonials of people who have read the book and they're no longer in pain that they've had for years just by following those simple steps. Yeah. Very, it's all about simplifying the complexity. It's very simple. Yeah. Very simple. And it can be as long as we make the choice to make it that way. Yes. So true. And so we were, we were starting to talk about what you do for yourself and then we got sidetracked again, but... <laughs> Okay. Well, pretty much everything is in the, that's in the book and what I share with my clients, I do myself, the journaling, the becoming curious of like, Ooh, I feel this or my stomach's like, what's going on? What am I having trouble digesting with? And I journal about it. I have these talks with myself, you know, or if I need support, I have a friend I can call, you know, like it takes a village, you know, you're not in this alone. Yeah. So I have a solid team of women, you know, that we help each other and support each other you know, but I, I use myself as a resource before I call for support, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. it's just really diving in and realizing, Hey, like if there's more to pain than you think, and it's, it's the language, it's the wisdom that's there for you to learn something that you haven't learned yet. So I sit down and do that, you know, all the things, the eating, you know, using food as medicine. I love, you know, I took an herbal medicine course a year ago. I took a functional medicine course a year ago too. And it's just like, wow, like each food has its purpose inside your body. And it's so magnificent and powerful. And we yeah, share the yeah. same frequency as mother earth. Our heart and brain are measured at 7.83 Hertz. It's called the Schumann's resonance. Mm -hmm. And so is the earth at that resonance. So why not use what the earth has created for us to use? We share the same frequency. So it's like, hello, <laughs> chemically induced prescription pills are not, are not okay for the body. No. You really dive into the side effects and all of those things. And then you wonder why you don't, you don't feel great. I mean, you got to tie in more from mother nature really and, and some people are so caught up in the ease of you know taking the pill instead of just a few more minutes of research and you'll find another way but oh no this is what the doctor said i'm going to take all these pills and then yeah anyway that's i, ugh, I don't even want to talk about that anymore but <laughs> that just so um but i love that i mean we're so um on similar paths and i love that and i love hearing your your energy and enthusiasm and passion for the work that you are creating in the world which is beautiful and so um so i'll put all your information your contact and all that in here for this for our people here and love to hear you guys out there in heart and hustle land what your takeaways are and what you're thinking and uh, how is this sitting with you i mean do you see yourself making a change? Do you see yourself asking for help? 
you know, do you see yourself um, incorporating new practices or learning more about food or, you know, getting physical help for ailments you've had for a long time? There's so many, so many beautiful possibilities, right? Um, so, Dr. Sophia, do you have any last words of... Uh, <laughs> oh, my God, that's a hard question. <laughs> yes. Oh, gosh. I feel it's... It's what's he keeps coming through strongly is your body has the wisdom to heal itself. We need to trust it and then go from there, right? Like first really believe, wow, my body can heal itself. Wow. What's next? And start with that, you know, like sit down and, and, and sit down with yourself and face the things you have been avoiding to face because the longer you avoid it, the longer your body would break apart. Okay. So it's you, you have that power, just really face the things. If you choose, if you wanna grow and evolve and transform, that's a choice. If you wanna stay where you're at, that's fine. We will love you where you're at. But just know there is that other option of like, wow, I can actually like feel free from pain. Yes, you can, okay? Start with that, step one. Step two, start writing things out of things that you're afraid of. Step three, write your heaven. What does that look like and feel like for you? Mm-hmm. And step four, let me support you or, or ask Paulette of anyone that can help support you in healing from the inside out. Yeah, beautiful. Love that. That was great. So thank you, Dr. Sophia, for being here with me. It's so great thank to you meet so you. Much. So Likewise. You're a beautiful spirit. It's just so inspired. And thank you, everybody in Heart and Hustle land, of course, for joining us again. We are getting to our, gosh, I think we're getting close to our 100th episode. Three years. Three wow, years. congratulations. No, I love it. There's been so many beautiful people, and I just, um, I keep being so inspired and being able to bring you all these beautiful healers and shakers and dancers and artists and creators who are creating change, who are helping all of you make change and see your possibilities, right? To be a possibilitarian. Love that. All right. So thank you all for being here until we meet again. Many blessings. Stay safe. um, Stay healthy. And I'll see you soon.